0: Welcome to the Mortcast, brought to you by Blanchard Family Wines, Blake Street Tavern, the big house on Blake, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Moisey, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coorsfield, Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. They're always online at bfwdenver.com. Right now is a good time to go to com or to the Dairy Block and uh, get yourself a bottle of their new varietal, which is a uh, red Zinfandel that is paired that was finished in in whiskey barrels uh, from Deviation. Uh, 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 distillers and it, it they also did the thing where it's like it's wine finished in a whiskey barrel and whiskey finished in a wine barrel um, I haven't had the whiskey one yet but uh, they have a tasting room in the dairy block you can go down there and try that out um, I, I wish I would have got myself a bottle to be quite honest with you uh, but you know the I've had the reds in with the uh, that was finished in a whiskey barrel and it's very very good um, go down there and try that out. It's very popular and it's very limited. There was only 300 bottles of that. Um, they also have uh, the 2017 Cabernet. Um, they also have got the uh, uh, Blake Street Blend. I mean, I like all of them. So you bet they basically, if you're not into to reds, they got a Rieslings, they got whites, they got anything you need uh, for Denver's best wine uh, bar. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th at Blake and Wazie, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're always online at bfwdenver.com, and they're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. This is an emergency podcast uh, based on the news that Michael Porter Jr. will undergo a procedure to uh, on his uh, um, injured area of his back to, uh, basically, we don't know what the deal is, what the procedure is. I've got a good idea based on past familial history um, with this sort of thing, uh, and I'll get to that in a moment, but uh, this was going to leave him out indefinitely. Um, there's conflicting reports. Um, based on my sources, there is no, there's no timeline. They don't know, and they won't know until after surgery, okay? Um, this was first put out there by Mar- uh, by Adrian Wojnarowski, who talked to Mark Bartlstein, um Michael Porter Jr.'s agent. And Mark Marlestein is one of the, one of the agents uh, in the NBA, um, capital THA. So uh, this, is, this is coming from basically the horse's mouth here. And we're going to get into this. I've got several questions that need to be answered, but we need to talk about Mike first. Um, anyone who has had uh, disc issues can tell you this. You'll have surgery. You can have surgery to usually. What happens is uh, vertebrae get uh, or vertebra get uh, fused. Um, the disc is repaired or taken out, and usually that's your um, surgery. But what they don't tell you is a lot of times there needs to be a follow up because the uh, what happens is uh, sometimes there's pressure on nerves in your uh, in your spinal column that are due to uh the vertebrae impinging on something okay and generally what happens is they go into uh to address the bone that is impinging um you there's been some people who have had this uh, um Harris Hastings in Dover, Ryan Harris talked about him. His, his you know he's had a couple back surgeries and he played football, so you know that should tell you something. Um, and Mike probably they haven't said what the procedure is, but I'm I'm more than willing to guess that since they were talking about nerves before, uh, he has an impingement that they want to clean up. Um and. This is something that is, believe it or not, fairly common with discs, post-disc surgery. And Mike, Mike had a degenerative issue. So, this will be three back surgeries before the age of 22, or at 22. And it is okay to look at this and be concerned and be concerned about the Nuggets and what they're going to do and all that stuff. But more than that, just look at the person. Look at Mike. The guy's been through hell. Uh, I said this on a previous episode. Um, the guy has been through a ton just to play the game. And, and you know, he has personality quirks that, uh, I, I mean, I myself am not a fan of. Um, and certain stances that I'm, I don't agree with, but that has nothing to do with Mike the Human Being. Mike the Human Being has suffered quite a bit to play basketball, and it's clearly his, his number one uh, goal in life is to be an excellent basketball player. And this has sucked. This has sucked for him as a person, and you never want to wish this on absolutely anyone uh i saw my mom go through this stuff and it sucks it sucks there's no way i mean your back hurts it 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 affects everything in your life and mike's uh been having this issue for years now i mean he's 22 and what have we got uh three back surgeries since he was 18 basically I mean, or 19. So, you you know, you got, they got three surgeries in three years, four years. And it's, <laughs> just imagine that. Just, you can't, you can't even, you, I can't imagine it. I've been fortunate that I haven't had anything, quote unquote, major, knock on wood, happen to me. Um, and I can't imagine that something like that. But I do have members of my family who have suffered from back issues and uh, it's not fun. So my best to Mike. Uh, what this means for him, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Uh, they said they'll have a better idea how how long he is going to be out after the surgery. And Shams tweeted something different, like he was out for the season. We do not know that. Um, it would be irresponsible to speculate on that. We just At this point, it is indefinite. Uh, I would be inclined to to believe that uh, Michael's next game of basketball will be the preseason for the 22-23 season, Um, but we don't know. Uh, That is speculation on my part, and it's just, at this point, it's just more, it's better to just kind of see where it goes. Um, And I I think, I think we now know, you know, I, I said this before, we now know why Mike looked so off we all thought it was the contract and it turned out to be no the guy was hurting and I think we all need to take a step back and reassess our we can only go on the information we're given and we weren't told that Mike had uh, hurt himself in the preseason We, we had no idea And therefore, the only information we had was uh, that Mike just didn't look right. And we should have assumed that it was, considering his history and knowing how good a shooter he is, we should have known that there was something physically wrong. And there may have been some people who suggested it, but uh, I I didn't. Uh, They weren't prominent. Uh, this was a collective failure on all our parts to dig a little deeper. And I, I think I'm going to include myself in that because I made assumptions too. And, you know, Mike's been dealing with this since the last game of the preseason. And I was looking back as far as I could on that. And I do remember um, looking through some notes I took That is, like, Mark like, Mike took a hard fall. He looks a little gimpy. Um, so... <laughs> Maybe that's where it happened. I mean, we there's no been no definite description of what happened, when it happened, any of that. It's been been, been very nebulous, and I'm very curious to find out what exactly happened because uh, this whole thing has been far, far, far too shrouded in mystery for a guy who has a back history, uh, a history of an injured back. It is. I think it does a disservice to Mike, it does a disservice to the rest of us to uh, not know more details about this in the sense that when the injury occurred, uh, when the, I should say when the pain occurred, um, and other things that I will get to in the second half of the podcast. Uh, But before I get to the break, I kind of want to address... What will the Nuggets do? And this is just an open question. I don't know. I'm speculating at this point. Um, What will the Nuggets do with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray now? Uh, If Michael Porter Jr. is going to be out for the year, the Nuggets are on a six-game losing streak. They're about to hit a seven-game road trip. Um, I anticipate Nikola Jokic will be back sometime on this road trip, maybe tonight against the Heat maybe, you know, against Orlando, who knows? Um, maybe longer. We don't know. We don't know when Jokic is going to be back. Um, what we do know is that this team without Jokic, without Jamal, and without uh, Michael Porter Jr. is not good. It is not a good team. And they've lost six in a row, and they've all tended to be blowouts except for the Milwaukee game. But that when the Milwaukee was leading by 17 to 20 points most of the game. So double-digit losses uh, throughout a six-game losing streak doesn't lend one confidence that uh, things will be able to be righted and turned around easily. And at this point, I'm wondering what the Nuggets will do and how they will proceed going forward. Yes, it's only... 19 games into the season. Mike has been out for uh since let's see this notes 10 and 8 or the the nuggets are 9 and 10 right yeah 9 and 10 so 19 games into the season mike's been out since uh, the first quarter of game 9. Um I I I, I I I don't know. This is game 20 tonight. Um the Nuggets have an opportunity to maybe help things out. I don't, we don't, I don't know if Jimmy Butler's playing tonight. Markeith Morris isn't playing. Tyler Hero has been sick. So uh, this could be an opportunity for the Nuggets. Even in the kind of frenzied, uh, angsty atmosphere tonight uh, in Miami, maybe they have an opportunity to kind of right the ship. Who knows? We don't know at this point. But it makes it, it – it is a legitimate question to wonder what the Nuggets should do c- going forward. Because they uh, – Michael Porter Jr.'s uh, injured player exception on his contract, which for this year, Mike's only making um, $5 million. So $2.5, 2600000 is what they would get in an injured player exception. Um you know, you, de- you don't know if PJ do- they'll do the same with T.J. Dozier, who doesn't make that much money. Between the two of them, you're looking at maybe $5 million for an injured player exception. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if that will move the needle enough for the Nuggets to make a push. Um, it came out that they worked out DeMarcus Cousins before he signed with the Bucks. Um, you know... Uh, They at least worked them out. (laughs) Excuse me. The nuggets are only 1.9 below the tax, 1.9 million. So, and and, then an exception would help. I just, I just, I don't know what the nuggets would use it on. I don't know who's available uh Nuggets don't have a lot of big man options it's it's just they're they're in a mess right now, and there may be this may be a point to where this team would just need to proceed um, proceed in a manner that doesn't give up future assets i mean look Gordon and Porter couldn't be traded anyway because they're signed. Jeff Green and Jermichael Green, uh, Jeff Green specifically, could be traded post-December 15th, Um, Nuggets are in a spot, folks. They don't have a ton of options. And it may be to the point where it may be better to just write out the year rather than making any big uh, moves and see where they are. Um, certainly Michael Malone will not want to concede the year. Um, this is technically a contract year for him. He's got one year left after this. Um, but this is, uh, no coach likes to go into his last season and play out that last season. Mike D'Antoni did that on Houston and, uh, you know, it's rare. It is really rare that that happens. So. Uh, there's a lot of different factors going on. I don't tend to think the Nuggets will quote-unquote concede or give up on the year or punt on the air. But fate and circumstances may be playing a hand here. We don't know. Uh, like I said, it's only 19 games into the season. A lot could happen. And Jokic coming back could be the panacea that we the Nuggets needed to go on a winning streak. We 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 don't know. But what we do know is that... Shit's real right now, and uh, we need to, this, this next seven-game road trip is crucial, absolutely crucial, and I think this stretch of basketball is going to go a long way in determining what the Nuggets do for the rest of this season. All right, uh, before I get to the second half of the podcast, I want to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook, your official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, right now there are some good deals going on football fans i'm sure we all love action-packed high-scoring nfl game but with the latest no-brainer from drafting sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl you'll be a winner once a single point is scored new customers who bet just one dollar on any team to score can win 100 dollars in free bets it's that simple DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. Those are very popular and also a good way to stretch your stretch your money and make it pay off for you. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on any team to score with one and <laughs> bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. I can talk you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for detail. Examine a problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. kind of want to talk about, and this is going to be difficult, and when and, and there's a lot of things we do not we absolutely do not know but right now the timeline is muddled uh because the the nuggets and mike and mark Bertelstein have been so closed mouth about the situation we don't know the timeline between mike was hurt when mike was hurt um and when he went out in game nine against the Rockets um, he went up awkwardly for that breakaway dunk um, and if you notice uh, if you look back at that play Mike didn't even take off right um, it was really weird uh, I, I, th- I think we I think when we look back at this we will see how obvious it was that Mike was hurt i I, I can't say quote unquote injured. But he was hurt. He was hurting. And if you look back at that play, and I have several times, he he takes off weird. And that's why he completely biffed the, the, the dunk or layup. He just completely dip, biffed it. Um, but from the start, from where he took off to where he approached it, everything was wrong. And that game, I don't... He came down, he grabbed his leg... And that's a sign of nerve damage. Um, anyone who has sciatica can tell you that uh, nerve pain shoots down your leg, from sometimes from your back. Um, and obviously it was bothering him. But in hindsight, and with the benefit of what we know now, we can look back on it and say that Mike was never right this year. He looked great in the first preseason game. looked great, um, and he. I th- there was only four preseason games he played in. The last one, <clears throat> he, he he didn't look right in that one because I remember him. I remember him like falling or something like that. I'm I'm going to have to try to look back and uh, find that game, but after that, he looked uh like uh like a little gimpy but th- there was no indication that he was injured um the first game against phoenix he had 16 points and like five assists and like 10 rebounds i mean it was a great game uh for mike you didn't see effects necessarily of that injury from there but from game 2 to game 9 uh mike became uh just he couldn't score his shot looked terrible and from all indications it seems like at least based on Mike Singer's report that came out last week the team was aware that he was hurting as of the start of the season and this is where the timeline is muddled so did mike just insist on playing um we don't know the, the the situation is really odd. And I think there could be a combination of many different factors going on here because, you know, quite frankly, the nuggets don't, are not tremendously open necessarily about the injuries and issues and stuff that are going on like that. Um, I, part of this is Nikola Jokic on the six game losing streak. Uh, None of us particularly thought that Nikolai Jokic would be out for six games um based on the way his injury was spoken about. So there has been multiple things this year that have been weird. And it is not me being pin- conspiratorial to say that we need greater clarity from this Nuggets team. Um as um, as media and uh, the viewing public, there needs to be less opaqueness. They need to be a little more forthcoming because the the Mike thing, at least based on Mike Singer's report, seemed to indicate that the Nuggets were aware that Mike was hurt, hurting, as of the last preseason game. And so all we were left was to speculate on Mike just not fitting in with Jokic. Which was in hindsight really unfair to Mike. A guy who was probably really hurting. And um here we were saying that he's you know, as a collective media, like no, he just doesn't fit because uh he refuses to bend to Jokic's will or something like that. And, you know, some ridiculous stuff that I was seeing on Twitter. When in in it when in fact the guy was in pain. And and I think that's that's uh, not fair to Mike. It's not fair to the Nuggets. Uh, and if they had a better process of making things more available, it probably would help because this this particular stretch was pretty unfair to Michael Porter jr and the ultimate The ultimate issue would be if there was just a little more information, maybe the media coverage of Mike during that nine-game stretch would have been a little different. Maybe they we would have had information on why he's not sitting out. Look, the, the player has a lot of say about whether he can play or not in this league. And if Mike was trying to gut it out, he was trying to gut it out. But we needed to know he was he was dealing with an injury. Um, and whether that's on Mike whether that's on the Nuggets, we don't know. But it would have been good to have that information. So we were able to kind of do our analysis in a more fair approach. And I think that's not much to ask. There really is not much to ask. Um, we, as the people who cover this team, uh, can use this information to uh, apply that to our analysis. And honestly, like I said, it's unfair to Mike if he's dealing with something like this to... Uh, for us to assume that it's for uh, stupid basketball things rather than the fact that he's has got nerve issues. That's all I'm saying. All right. Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast. Thank you all for uh, listening to the Emergency Podcast. I'll be back soon with a regular Mortcast. Goodbye.